Hello, my little piggies. Welcome back to I Am A Bit Of An Expert, a Peppa Pig podcast. I'm your host, Josh Chapman, and joining me down the line, showing some Christmas spirit right now, it's uh, the other half of the show, Matt Frost. How you going, mate? Happy birthday, Josh. <laughs> I know, like, no, I can't be, I can't be 45 yet. <laughs> I've just aged myself out. I've still got six months to go. Um well, at, at the time of recording, I know we don't, like I said, we, I think last week we, we didn't want to date ourselves and talk about things that are, you know, around current events and things, even though we just dropped some of the biggest news story references in the last episode. Anyway, um, this episode of Peppa Pig is a Christmas episode, but, you know, it is uh, July. Um, it's definitely about as far away from Christmas as you can get, um, but it is winter here. So that's something. It is. It's a bit of a, a snowy type episode. so And it's set on Christmas Eve, your birthday. It is set on my Christmas Eve, which is my birthday. That is correct. So uh, if you are thinking about sending me a birthday present, you've got six months to do it. Um, we don't have a P.O. box or anything. So, you know, make a donation to, to, to your favorite charity for my birthday and that'll be just fine. Um, to animal rescue. Yeah, <laughs> to, animal, to the flood animal rescue that's probably still going on in the, in the Pepperverse from last week. But they've uh, they definitely bounced back. Um, we have done at least one Christmas episode, maybe a couple. I know yeah. we, we purposely sort of pulled one out of the vault to do at Christmas, maybe the first time when we first did the show early on. But then I think when we, we got, cared about getting yeah. content out. <laughs> uh, but then I think we just kind of confused ourselves because we were worried that when we got to the next one, whether we'd actually done it or not. We had one of those moments where we were sure that we'd done the episode before. Um, so now we just do them in order of that we you know of release or whatever we have. But um, it is one of those episodes where you get the special intro as well. So it is the custom Christmas intro. Um, it's snowing at the intro. Everyone's got their snow gear on, um, which is very nice. Um, and even like the Peppa Pig logo has got little snow things on it. So the attention to detail. I mean, it's not quite the Simpsons coach get egg, but it's not bad. Yeah, I, 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 um, I very much like their their alternative outfits, um, the um, their snow outfits, and uh, well, I, I've actually proudly got the the Daddy Pig in his king costume up on my my uh, shelf that you gave me. I've so. got the Daddy Pig in his. Swimmers. <laughs> that's, that's what I've got. So I've got basically a half naked daddy pig on my desk. Although I think he's fallen. I'm just looking. He's he's fallen around. The, he's fallen off the back. He's he's very hard to keep stood up because he's very top heavy and he's got very little feet. Um, so he's you know at least his action figure or his his dolly or whatever you want to call it is pretty show accurate. But it does mean that he's very hard to balance. Yeah, I must admit when I play bass guitar down here that Daddy Pig sometimes wanders off the edge of the shelf. So <laughs> you, can't, um, you can't handle the sweet grooves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's not the only one, some of the others. <laughs> your children who, who, flooded yeah. your, who flooded your studio <laughs> mysteriously. <laughs> can't figure out how that happened. <laughs> Still... <laughs> Dad's playing bass at 11.30 at night. Yeah, we've got school the next day. Yeah, can't figure out how that, how we, how that, how that happened. It's a mystery. We'll never know. Uh, less said the better about that yeah <laughs> that's still a little raw um so yeah we're basically we're in santa's grotto so we've hit christmas time um and the kids are sort of you know getting ready for christmas 
Danny Pink says, do you want to go see Father Christmas? And of course, it's like, well, you know, Father Christmas lives in the North Pole, can't see Father Christmas. But oh, no, no. Let's hit the Christmas fair. Um, so they go down the to... The grotto. Yeah, to the grotto at the Christmas fair. So uh, my um, last Christmas, my children got... T- Gave you their heart? Yes, that that also. <laughs> Apparently there's a really good Wham documentary too. I've got to watch that on Netflix. Watched it last night. Is it, is it good? Good. I love a good music documentary. Sorry, we've gone a little off, a little off topic. Um, but last Christmas, my children got tickets because we got a friend who works for the Ticketmaster to this Christmas. Like they put, it was basically like a Christmas fair thing that they put on uh, in Melbourne, where it was, you know, like Christmas land basically, which is very bizarre because it is summer in Australia and Christmas. So you would walk up in the thirty degree heat to this huge sort of, you know circus tent thing and all this sort of infrastructure and walk through and there's like fake snow going on and there's and everything looks like winter wonderland and um it was very much look like this christmas fair thing and then you know you can get your photo with sandra or make cup make gingerbread men and yeah they had a so is it was it like fake snow as in just fluff or was it like frozen shit that were pumping in there i think it was like a sort of dissolvable no, because it, it, it wasn't, I don't know what they made it out of. It wasn't cold and wet, but right, it was some right. sort of thing that sort of made a snowy thing and you got the effect, but kind of dissolved in the air to a degree. I'm not quite sure what it was, but it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't like the ground was slippery or anything like that, or it, and it wasn't sort of styrofoam. It was some sort of other element that they used. Yeah. Um, and it was reasonably effective and the kids loved it, but it's, you know, it's very, um, yeah. It was very, very Christmassy, if that if that if that makes sense, you know. Like they decorate, like you go to Christmas in Australia, and there's Christmas decorations and everything. But it is summer, and you're not getting winter wonderlands. So to walk into a winter wonderland can be a little disconcerting. You sort of forget where you are, where you are, what you're doing. Yeah. So, well, it's, and it's a bit closer than Lapland. So yeah, <laughs> that's right. And I never really did. I mean, I used to always come home from. England most Christmas, so I never really did the Christmas fairs in the UK. Did you ever do any of those? I always felt they were a bit more sort of European than the UK. Well, I I did I did do Christmas in England, um, and it did actually snow there. It snowed in Brighton, believe it or not, because hmm. um, my um, my sister was over there, so I had family over there. So I did the family Christmas with her and the her little piglets. So, yeah. It, so it was very Christmassy, actually. Like, <laughs> some, like it. some mulled wine and, uh, you know. Yes. Yeah, Nic- yeah, Nicole, my sister, did all the all the trimmings. I think she just bought her like a Sainsbury's How to Put on Christmas book and just <laughs> copied it. Jamie's Christmas. Like, you know, to the letter. Yeah, yeah I, I, did a, I did a, I think I maybe did two, I think I did three Christmases out of maybe ten, nine or ten. And I did the first Christmas. We went to I went to New York with some friends, so I did Christmas in New York. And then the second one was like an orphan's Christmas, you know, sort of randos. And then the third one was just sort of a core group of my friends. And I remember we we were going to have it at our place, and then they decided they wanted to have it at some other friend's house. And I was cooking the turkey, and their oven was so bad. I think it took six hours to cook the turkey. <laughs> Because it just wouldn't go past about 130 degrees or something like that, and it just it took forever, and everybody was absolutely starving by the end. I just think I all the time thinking like my my oven at home is fine. I should have you know put my foot down about this Christmas since I was cooking. But anyway, 
Um, no grudges at all. But uh, they <laughs> <laughs> never spoke to him again. No. Um, so they get they get to the um, they get to the fair, and Miss Rabbit's drive, driving some sort of little petite choo choo, little little locomotive, Christmas locomotive. And all the kids are there, and they're all sort of talking about what they're going to ask Santa for when they get there. And there's this weird little subplot that's kind of running through um, where Susie Sheep's kind of just asking what Pepper's going to ask for because she doesn't have anything. Yeah. Yep. Which My, um... doesn't really pay off, but I'm, this is this is which is a two-parter. Uh, okay. It must be. Well, right. It must be because it sort of ends yeah. quite abruptly, which we'll get to. It does. Yeah. Yeah, it does end quite abruptly. Yeah, yeah, I was waiting for that to... I was getting heavily distracted by the kids when I was watching this, so <laughs> I don't know whether I miss I missed the payoff to that, but it is very much like Beanie's got a little best friend that they're very much like that. They only want to do what the other one wants to do, and it seems like they're occasionally sharing a brain um, and in not in the best way. <laughs> who's influencing who who's leading who yeah in the in the negative way yeah so yeah Susie Sheep doesn't really seem you know anyway they get off the little train and they go to Santa's grotto and um I don't recall and I'm pretty sure Santa has been in one of the episodes that we've done before but this is one of the rare occurrences of a human being who's been allowed to live and exist in the Pepperverse post post war um Obviously, Her Majesty is another one which we'll get to when we get to her. But I think Santa, as it stands in our timeline of episodes we've covered, is the only current living human. Yep. Yeah, um, I think you're right. Because we, we have we've definitely done the episode where she helps him do something. It's very Doesn't possible. Come, yeah, I don't know. I can't believe I've forgotten the plot to one of these. It's, 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 <laughs> it's been so just, long. It's just so memorable. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, no, she has been in it. Yeah. So they, um, so all the kids sit down. They basically ask Sandra a bunch of questions. Um, have we been good? So on and so forth. And he kind of goes through and all the kids ask for what they want. Um, two surprises on this. They kind of, all the kids, you know, Pedro wants a football, blah, blah, blah. George doesn't ask for a dinosaur, which I just assumed that he would ask for. He actually asked for a racing car um, because I was just expecting him to say dinosaur. And then I yeah. thought that Edmund Elephant was going to give a smarty alecky answer. And then he asks for a train. I was like, oh, he just asked for a train. Oh. But then he does follow up the smart arsey thing and says he wants a real train with people in it. Oh, that's right. But that yeah, feels God. like he's not quite a know-it-all yet. I feel like that's more little kid inclined than no or he's just a really entitled elephant who thinks that he should be given a train like a full-size uh, working like he, train with passengers yeah, who like in, do he, he knows wants. what it entails and still wants it yeah, he's like those yeah. passengers will be my servants until i say otherwise yeah but 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 i did expect him to say something like you know a scientific calculator <laughs> you know something like that so. <laughs> Get what you're given. You're going to get a yeah. rock. <laughs> a lump of coal. Um, so Santa puts that in. You know, Santa seems to be pretty amenable. And then, yeah, Pepper and Susie turn up and um, Pepper says that she wants the dolly that closes its eyes and she puts to sleep and walks and talks or whatever it is. And then um, 
yeah, Santa asks Susie, and she just actually shows real trepidation. She's a bit just like, oh, whatever Pepper said. So I've got a feeling that when we come back next week and we go to the part two, that's going to pay off. It might be that she you know, she didn't know what she wanted, now she's worried she's going to get nothing or what she didn't want. Uh, what, yeah. you know, yeah. The plot thickens. Santa Santa rewards individual thought. So. Yeah, that's right. It's like, don't be such a follower, Susie. <laughs> yeah. And to learn, lump of coal. <laughs> no, you get nothing. Um, yeah, and then we sort of get this, we, we sort of, the plot sort of progresses. We get this sort of denouement at the end where they're all, got all their suitcases in the car and they're driving to Granny and Grandpa Rabbit, uh, Rabbit, Granny and Grandpa Pig, that'd be weird if they went to, <laughs> Grampy Rabbit's got more crazy shit at his yeah. house. We're having Christmas there. Sorry, yeah. Grampy Rabbit. No, Grandpa Pig, no. They go to Granny and Grandpa Pig's place for Christmas. Um christmas eve and they show up there and um they sort of just do the christmas routine really they, they put the things out for santa they make the mince pies um and then there's a knock at the door and there's quite a nice grandpa pig figure he's just indignant that someone's knocking on his door and um, <laughs> he gets the who cat- is that? yeah who's that he's going to pull the shotgun out from behind the the uh <clears throat> from under the stairs or something and then there's some carolers out the front have you ever been anywhere where there's actual carolers have turned up? Like, have you actually opened a door and carolers are there? Oh, I reckon once when I lived in Narracourt, somebody was going around and doing that, but they didn't knock on the door. They'd just stand down out the front. Oh, I don't know. I reckon, no, that's not quite what happened. No, I don't think so. Um, there were a bunch of people walking around singing, but that was at... Um, I don't know if your country town had this, but the the little session where the pubs would open for an hour on Christmas morning. No, I mean you have. We used to have that. You go to the pub the night before, especially if yep. you come in from out of town. The homecoming. Yeah, I did that a couple of years, but you know, <clears throat> not heaps. My brother and sister did it a bit a bit more long than I did, but I mean, we had one year at mum and dad's that. Santa came around on the fire truck and threw some lollies out and kind of went through all the streets and stuff. But we had. Um, down from my parents' place, like one of their neighbours, probably four or five doors down, they were involved in the salvos. So they had the salvo band. So Christmas oh. Eve, you would just hear the salvo band from their house, either rehearsing or whatever they're doing, playing Christmas songs. So it was quite nice because you could just leave the, you know, sit on the back deck. Then you can hear sort of like, you know, <laughs> you know, just at a good enough, the sort of the perfect distance to be able to hear it and appreciate it, but not really... Yeah, disturbing to be annoying. Yeah, so if you close the door, you wouldn't have to hear it, but you could sort of hear it drifting across the, you know, the outer suburb of, you know, outer stretch of Lingatha. But um, no carolers, though. No, no. Yeah, so I don't know whether it's something that, yeah, I'm sure it's happened somewhere, of course. Oh, look, I'm sure it does. I don't, like, I mean, I don't, like, like I said, I did a few Christmases in England, never, no carolers turned up. And maybe if you're in some sort of little village or something, maybe, and I don't know, it'd be a bit weird, sort of people just coming over to your flat and knocking on the door downstairs or something. But who, <laughs> yeah, who knows, maybe. Um, through a council estate. <laughs> just knock on the estate door, yeah, buzz them in. And yeah, then it kind of, yeah, the, the, the kids are, are sleeping in the mummy pig's old room and uh, talking about, you know, they're hoping that Santa's going to turn up and then it sort of just ends on it snowing on Christmas Eve. So um, I have looked ahead. There is the episode <laughs> next week is called Santa's Visit. 
So I'm assuming uh, there's some follow-up. I just thought I'd check because it would have been a very weird way, place to leave it without any payoff. Um, so I'm sure that, you know, if you bought the DVD of Christmas, you know, Pepper's Christmas Adventures DVD, you'd get these two episodes, a little bundle. Um, yep. Hopefully with a few others, if you were shelling out $30 for 10 minutes of Pepper content. Oh, uh, well, Pepper used to be pretty expensive. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. So I guess we'll find out what happens next week. But uh, yeah, again, good good little episode. Pretty by the numbers, I think. But, pretty generic. But um, certainly not quite as dramatic as the entire town flooding. Nope. Um, but maybe we'll see what happens with Santa next week. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it's got a little bit more going on. <laughs> maybe some drama. Um, maybe, some, maybe some tears. Yeah, maybe some tears. Maybe somebody doesn't get the dolly that walks and talks and Some lies down. Or somebody's had a bit of too much mulled wine or something. So. <laughs> uh, got stuck down the, fire, the, the fireplace chimney or something like that. Um, awesome. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, good to be back. And I said, as I said, we'll be back next week with Santa's visit. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we'll see you soon. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Josh, and good night, my little piggies. Peppa Pig and Danny Dog and Freddy 